Hey there, and welcome to Mañana Mana, where we will dive deeper into the meanings of scriptures and relate them to current events. Now here are your hosts, Brother James, Moises, and Junior. Welcome back, everybody, to Mañana Mana. We're here coming to you here with our with our host, Captain James. Well, how you doing? <laughs> and Brother Moses. Hey, guys, how you doing? I just want to start off just talking about we've already been been doing pretty good, actually, with this podcast and the rollout. But I've already noticed, noticed I've been asked a couple of times, what does Mañana Mana mean? And I assumed everybody that listened to this podcast could speak Spanish. But I found out today that uh, not everybody can speak Spanish. Just real quick. So the Mañana portion of it is just means morning. The Mana just means bread. Well, I mean, I guess technically speaking, it means Everything uh, bread. Well, technically, it means what is it, right? Right. What technically, is what is it? What is it? But the way we're using it is morning right. bread. So I just wanted to just wanted to give some clarification of what that was. All right. Hey, I'm looking forward to today's today's podcast, man. It's we're already pumped up over here, and not on energy drinks, but pumped up off off prayer. That's right. So if we come across real real high and energetic today, it's because the spirit already started moving today before we even turn the mics on so thank you jesus (laughs) so today we're actually going to be talking about a real good real good subject here real good topic and that's actually prayer and actually if you if you already listened to it then you've already seen the topic or or the title which is pray first and ask questions later Mm -hmm. so uh it's actually pretty catchy so thank you brother james oh that was the spirit for for the topic yeah that was that was the spirit (laughs) Right now, with everything going on, and, and I know I, I have a tendency to say that because of what's going on with the pandemic, you know, tough times been going on since time started, right? Yeah. But what we're just going to say right now as times are tough. Well, you know, since the, since the apple or the fruit was bitten, yeah, the times were tough. <laughs> we'll go ahead and say that. <laughs> I mean, got, got evicted, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's start that <laughs> off the wrong way. Sure. I never thought about that. There was an eviction notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah there was. <laughs> and I think that throughout, whether whether if it was like you're mentioning back in the Garden of Eden when he got evicted, or you know, fast forward to to 2021, the enemy's still doing the same, right? Still using his tactics, still using whatever resources he has to trip people up. Yep. And that's that's no different today. And we know the crazy thing is that if you really look at history. The enemy hasn't changed his tactics, man. It's been the same. The funny part is that we think that he's a, that he can change things, that he's got this power, but it, he really doesn't, you know? The dude's <laughs> lame. <laughs> and, and I actually, that, that's funny. I remember somebody one time had told me that. They said, you know, you know the devil, he sure has changed his ways. And, and I asked the question, I said, is he still trying to get people to fall? And they said, yeah. And I said, well, to me, he hasn't changed. He's, he's still on his number one that's mission, right? right? Ain't nothing new. Brother James, let me ask you this question. Uh-oh. How, how can we stand up against those attacks? What's, what's going to help us? Mm. Personally, I like this, this, this four-letter word. It's, a, it, it's called pray. And the, the crazy part about it is when I, when I first got saved, it was very difficult for me to pray because I, I don't know. I guess if it was an enemy attack from the get-go, you know, we, I, I was pretty caught up in the world, if you will. Uh, I was very anti-Christian, so... When God slapped me in the back of the head and said, hey, boy, it's time to wake up. And he did it in such a way that it, it turned my life around. I felt the Holy Ghost, I, I, you know, and I was like, I seen the miracles. I, I seen how he started changing my life, but I didn't understand 
how to get on my knees. I didn't understand how to talk to him. That was something I never really was taught. I mean, yeah, you see it in movies, you see it in religious movies, or you see it, you know, and I'm going to tell you, 28 years, like I said in the first, of living in the secular world, a lot of that stuff I caught, I got off of movies, you know, and majority of it was horror movies, you know, and I'm 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 not playing. It was it was those ones where they were trying to make Christians look bad because that's another tool of the devil. So they would make it look, you know, bad. And I'm like, man, that that's not how God. That's not how the Spirit was making me feel. My wife, my wife introduced me to a movie, and it, look, this is a shameless plug. So I don't know if y'all ever heard Fiddler on the Roof or watched Fiddler on the Roof, but that dude's got it down pat. He talks to God like his best friend, and I'm gonna. I'm going to step down. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that, that, that you're talking about, and you, you know, we're talking about God and living in the secular world. How can we use prayer to differentiate in that, Brother Moses? What verse can we, can everyone rely on? The first one I can think of is uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. That's pretty simple, right? Tell, tell me if I get this one wrong, brother. Pray without season. Yeah, you yeah, know there it. it is. Yeah. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner, right? Amen. Talk us through that, Brother Moses. Well, I mean, you first you think I pray without ceasing. What does that mean? Do, do you mean is you're nonstop praying? Uh, you know, you're on your knees for days? Uh, I really don't think it's that, right? Uh, it just simply means, you know, like it says, it's pray without ceasing. It can be confusing, but it can be ended by praying all day long, right? So I think Paul is trying to tell us is, to always consider us that God is with us all the time, right? And then the time that every moment in our lives is to be to live in awareness that God is with us and that he is involved in our thoughts and actions. So when our thoughts turn to worry, fear, or discouragement, we are to turn every thought into prayer. And then another one that uh, is uh, we go into is in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. So pray without ceasing. We as Christians, we're supposed to pray continually. But like Moses was saying, you know, it, it, there's no physical way doing the things that we have to do in this world. We can't just stay on our knees and we can't, you know, close our eyes, bow our heads continually. Those are customs of prayer. That is what, you know, really what, man, and that, that's a whole nother thing. So it's not prayer itself. Prayer is communication or our direct line with God, right? So it's basically like the commissioner's line to Batman. When he was in trouble, he would talk to him. But in the Bible, in that verse, it is saying, why, why, why stop talking to him? We don't, we're not restricted, you know? So we're always supposed to be talking to him, investing. And like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, acknowledge him in what? All our ways, and in our ways, that's our thoughts, that's our doings, our actions, whatever we're doing. And I'm going to tell you, there was a soup can, and I know y'all probably heard me say this before, because uh, these are my best friends. So I was just <laughs> there was a time when I was coming uh, up, and I was I was wanting to stop for some soup. So I stopped at the store and looking over, and there was a dented can and a regular can of soup, chicken noodle, Campbell's be exact. Another shameless plug. I don't know what's going on here today. They, they ain't paying me. But in all reality, I, I was, you know, very fresh in, in, in the spirit. And I was like, you know what? It, it seems silly, but I'm going to do this. This is my favorite scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So I'm going to acknowledge him. I'm like, Lord, 
help me out with this situation. Which one should I get? And I, I'm going to tell you, man, I reached out for that dinner can, and I felt good. I, there was a peace. And what I'm telling you, like, you don't understand this peace that I had. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. I can't speak for you. But when I grabbed that can, I felt good, and I was like, that's it. So I got up, and I started walking. What that led to, because I put Christ in that scenario, in my actions, in my, my process, it led to me talking to a guy that was needing help. I told him Jesus loved him, and we sat there and prayed in, in the store. It lifted him up, man. And that's what happens when you involve God in our situations, man. Things happen. You bring that door. You knock on that door, and God is going to open that door. Yeah, I think that it gets to me when, I, you know, again, I believed I was Christian all my life, right? I was raised that way. And when I prayed, it's just I felt like it was ineffective. Right, um, you gave it your effort. You prayed. You did the words, but once you receive that Holy Spirit in you, it takes it to that the different definition of a fervent prayer. Amen. Where it's you feel that power, right. you feel that energy, and when you don't have those words, is when the you know you speak in the, in the Holy Ghost, yeah. right? You yeah. speak those words, and you have that strength. So you, therefore, you know you have that that sense of feeling that when you pray for somebody, there is going to be change, that authority that Jesus Christ gave you, right? Yes. Amen. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Woo. So what, what I want to do, I want to give a little context. When, when Paul is saying pray without ceasing, you know, he's talking about it at, you know, at the end of chapter 4 and into chapter 5. He's encouraging the church, right? Hey, we need to prepare for the coming of the Lord. And, and so that's where he's really laying the foundation about praying without ceasing. And in the midst of all that, to me, Brother James, I like you, you, you keep saying these, these, these shameless plugs, you know, these shameless plugins. And, and just so everybody knows, we're not getting paid by Campbell's or any of no. these, or what I'm about to say. But uh, basically, you know, he, he drops this verse like the millionaire. So I, I'm not uh, Swedish or anything like that, but I gave it a shot. It sounded good. So for, for those of you who watch Avengers, uh, y'all know that that's uh, what Thor's hammer is called. And so that's that's what Paul drops that in the middle of all this, where he's talking about the coming of the Lord, and uh, he throws that in there, and he and he you know he throws it down like like Thor's hammer, right? But he doesn't stop there. He also gives us the secret sauce on how to do this. So he says it in those verses in seventeen and eighteen. He says, "Rejoice always, pray without season, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." He's not only talking about just praying without ceasing. He's also saying, hey, look, it's not just about praying, but it's also about giving thanks in all circumstances. And it's also about rejoicing in all those times. And so to me, when I'm praying, I notice that sometimes I'm, hey, you know, Lord, keep your hands on this situation and right behind it. But thank you for, you know, for what you've already been doing. And before I know it, I got that secret sauce flowing like, you know, that that Chick-fil-A secret sauce, right? (laughs) Man, now I just now, now you got me on this roll of just name dropping. But, I mean, I was gonna say Popeye's spicy sauce on that spicy chicken sandwich, but you know. All right, we, we need to hashtag all those names, and maybe one of them will start sponsoring us. But with that being said, you know, he, he throws that all out there because it's not just about asking God when we're praying. Sometimes right. in that prayer, uh, it, it's okay to drop the thank yous and and the mm. rejoice just in the fact that we oh, have yeah. somebody that we can pray to. Right. And it's not just some 10-foot-tall pole mm. that's got, you know, little faces carved out on it. Right, right. No, that that that's a that was what he when when the when the spirit came over me, that's that's one of the things was like, man, I knew 
I felt how bad I was, where I was going. And I knew where I was at. Like the spirit came over, he said, you know, and when he did, dude, I felt where I was at in life with my spirit. And all I could do was say, thank you. That's all I could do. I mean, as a people cutting onions again, man. Yep. But straight up, it's just like, thank you. You know, and and that's one of the things as Christian, we can't. We can't fall victim to, we can't get complacent. We have to thank him. I mean, every day, waking up, man, that's one of my first things is thank you, Jesus, for another day. I know I messed up yesterday because I'm human, I'm flesh. But thank you, Lord, give me another crack at it. For all the blessing, the grace, hmm. everything that he's done for us and he's doing for us. The simple things, right? I mean, right. we're like spoiled kids, right? We forget about them. We just keep wanting and asking and asking. And it is important to thank them, you know, just like a kid would thank a parent, you know. It's, it's important to, right. to, to thank of all goodness and the simple things, you know, the jobs the, that it provides, you know, that you're able to provide for your children and stuff. So those, those things, like, like you said, they're important. And I like what you're saying right there, Brother Moses, because you say, you know, we get to the point sometimes as Christians that we get that spoiled about us right the entitlement oh, man, i like that even mm -hmm. better we get that entitlement like almost like we deserve like we deserve it right and you know what happens is and this is just my opinion what happens is is we start getting into that flow of conforming to the way the world is right mm -hmm. and romans talks about that right romans 12 2 it says right. do not conform to the things of the world but what but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and right. so i think that's as christians it's easy for us to fall into that same to conform it to the things of the world because it, it's easy. Hey, look, when I was in the world, it was easy for me to expect raises on my job. Like, hey, you know what? I'm working. I deserve a raise. But in reality, you know, that's not how God works. I don't deserve nothing. Ooh, get yeah. the onions cut. <laughs> oh, yeah, I already know, yeah. man. I'm sitting over here. That's why I, I, I didn't even try to talk. I don't deserve nothing from God. But what do I deserve from him you know what i mean and so but it is it's it's easy to fall into that mentality that we had like when we were living in the world which is i deserve this i'm entitled to this i'm owed this you know but that's how going back to what this whole subject is that's how we combat it mm -hmm. we combat that because when we're in prayer without ceasing it helps us to discern our spirit helps yeah. us to say hey you know what hey don't be expecting this you don't what you know god doesn't owe you this but in turn god's mercy and grace is going to give us that you know how does the spirit help us to discern that is is again praying without ceasing i know that it's it's hard because you know I, i'm going to throw some some spanish out there and the only reason i am is because brother james was was throwing some some old cajun french on us earlier <laughs> but 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 there's a word called uh called carne so so if you're taking notes there brother james is called carne all right. That means that means this 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 flesh, right? That's that's okay. a word. Like if I say this mm -hmm. carne, I'm saying this flesh. Try that one more time. Carne. 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 <laughs> carne asada. Yeah. There it is. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. All right. So Food. so th this flesh, this flesh doesn't want to pray. Mm -hmm. This flesh wants to be able to uh, just go with the flow and, and and whatever the world's doing. That's what this flesh wants to do. But you know what? It didn't matter if it was back in the time when Paul was writing this or fast forward to 2021, we still need to pray, yeah. right? We, we, we still need to go 
go against what what the world's telling us and we 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 need to take on you know what Paul was telling us and and if you look at that word transformed I looked it up and, and the ancient Greek word is is metamorpho I'm really going out in my vocabulary yeah. you know but it's called meta, metamorpho and that's basically just what it is right it's a metamorphosis and that's the same exact word that they use when they describe uh the transfiguration of Jesus the same word so in in Romans 12 when he's talking about to be transformed it's the same word that they use when Jesus transformed on the mountain of transfiguration. So, uh, okay, now now I'm just rambling on. Yeah, no, brother. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm 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 church up in here, brother. I'm listening. <laughs> Shoo. What it says is, you know, as far as us as believers, we have been called to a personal sanctification, right? Where our lives are a reflection of Christ in our bodies, and then living the sacrifice to Him. So I believe it is our spiritual worship that our service to dedicate our lives to Christ is to consecrate ourselves to him each day. You know, every day, first thing you wake up is do that, you know, pray to him, thankful, you know, put him as priority. And one of the things that I experience is that when I, when I do that every morning, you know, um, just thank him for the simple things and ask him for the things ahead. Um, my days go by so much better. Mm. And the days that I get so busy, say I, I, I hit this news button or whatnot, and I'm not able to pray. My days are not the same, right. you know? And it's when you realize that you have that need, that you have to, that you see the product of the prayer, you know, the benefit of that. So it's, you know, important for us to start the day with him, to thank him with the simplest thing. Even if you don't feel like it, you say the words, Amen. and it will carry on through that day. Yeah, that spoken word, I'm telling you, there's something special about it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so going along with that is very important. Like, I mean, that, that's my, my when, when I gain consciousness, in the morning, it's thank you, Jesus, because I know he let me live one more day, at least for another couple of hours, you know, whatever. And then I, I, I go into thanking him for the certain things that uh, has happened the previous day. And I ask him, I say, Lord, if today's that day that you plan on, you know, doing that rapture thing, let it happen. Uh, and then and then I usually back up because I always forget this part. I'm like, Lord, forgive me of my sins because I, you know, both known and unknown, Lord. So, and that's like one of the most important things, you know. And, I mean, we struggle with that because, you know, we're supposed to study that Bible. And until we know that Bible back and forth and with the Spirit over us, we don't, sometimes we don't even know how we sin it, but we sin it. Uh, and nobody's perfect until we get to heaven. So, uh, and then it's dawning my daily armor. And like Brother Moses was saying, if I don't do that, my whole day's off. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be transparent with you. Yesterday, I didn't do it. And, man, I'm going to tell you, it, it, it was probably right before lunchtime, before I even started saying that prayer. And I'm going to tell you, my day was garbage. I don't know if, if you caught the, the emphasis on garbage, <laughs> but there was a, it, was, it was trash. It's very important, and it's very, it has very significant value when we shut all our, you know, shut out all other distractions. Go in your closet, your prayer room, or, or office, or whatever, and have those prayers with God. You know, and focus on Him in a time of closet prayer, as it says in uh, Matthew six six. There's also room and great uh, valuable implications uh, from this command is. The posture of prayer is not of primary importance. So in other words, you're not, you're not on knees. The place of prayer is not of great importance other than everywhere you are. 
You know, it, it, the importance is actually talking to him. Uh, there's no particular time except all time. Um, and one of the biggest things, so when, when I was sitting there praying about this, is a Christian should never be in a place where they can't pray. Think about that. We're in the United States of America. And if you feel like you're in a situation where you can't stop and pray, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I'm going to pray. So, and look, God's got me. And I, that's, you know, God wants childlike faith. And I can't, I can't move forward in my prayer. I can't move forward in my life if I can't believe wholeheartedly that he has me. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm catching a Holy Ghost over here. I'm sorry. So, so but I, I liked what y'all were, and I, I want to backtrack because y'all were talking about Proverbs 3 and 5 uh, earlier. One thing I, I want to say, so, it, you know, in the title of this, right, it, it's, it's pray first and ask questions later. So we've definitely been talking about the, you know, the prayer section of it. I think we, we've definitely nailed that down. But at what point do we get to where we can, you know, start asking the question, you know, okay, so we, we've done the praying. Now, when do we ask God? So now I think that's where Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 comes in, because it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. It says in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So I'm praying, right? Well, how do I know where do I need to submit? And that's where the asking comes in. Now, that doesn't mean don't get me. Don't don't get it confused. I'm not saying that's where we start asking for the Lamborghini. That's where we start asking for the, you know, the Gucci, the Gucci wallets and all of that stuff. No, it's just like the verse says, it says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Right. And in all your ways, submit to him. Well, how do I know what he wants me to submit to unless go ahead, brother James. Okay. So, uh, and I, I mean, look straight up. I'm a, I'm a, I listen, you know, and I trust, I trust him wholeheartedly. But at the same time, I know things can't come from either side and try to make it look sparkly from the other side. But I also ask for confirmations, right? So I know there's this issue, and I'm praying without ceasing. Jesus, I know you got it. Can you give me a confirmation I'm moving in the right way? Lord, guide me and trust him. He will move you in the right way. Or he'll, he'll throw that, he'll drop that hammer on you. And be like, yo, bro, you need to back it up. I'm not going to try to pronounce it again. So. <laughs> I was I was reaching. I was stretching because I ain't even, no, not this dude. <laughs> me on near. You made me do it. Me on near. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, winning. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But, I mean, yeah, I, you know, ask, asking for confirmation. He, he's not, you know, once again, that's that's yeah, including him. Be patient and then trust that he will right. give it to you in due time, you know, Um God is in his own time. Yep. You know? we, we ain't in our time. So we just have to be pace, patient with it. And when it comes, you you, you know it. You right. Have the doubt. Amen. And that's another thing. So even waiting on the Lord, he will let you know. He will give you a peace, a sense of peace, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm being transparent again. I'm going through a little issue right now. Um, some things uh, from my past is kind of bubbling up on my, on my, my, my current life right now. Even though my flesh, and this is, I know this is another topic about fear, but praying about it, and I have done some prayer, there is a peace, and not only a peace, I'm asking for confirmations. And I'm going to tell you this there's things that pop up, and when they pop up, I read it, I instantly get peace. And it, there's not a solution, it's not an answer, but it's, I got you, boy. 
just trust me. You know, and the other day, man, uh, so it's so funny because that whole Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, dude, right? That's my favorite scripture. So he kind of slapped that back in my face. I know God's got a sense of humor. And he, you know, he he uses it on me, man. He's like, boy, you got a thick skull. I gave you a K-man skull. But look, boy, you ain't supposed to be that dense. And so I've I've heard, and I've actually read this a couple of times, where Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 has been called like a comforting verse. Like, hey, just this is reassurance that God is is, is with you. But when I was when I was reading it here, matter of fact, when I was reading it today, uh, and, and I was just going back and looking over it, it uh it it called out to me in a different way today. Isn't it funny how the same oh, verses yeah. you read so many times? Absolutely, brother. And, and and today it called out a little bit different, and it called out to me in a challenging way, where God is is telling me and calling me to live, you know, heart, soul, and mind in, in, in a godly way. The praying without ceasing, and asking, you know, and then asking the questions later, that all revolves around around that. It's that challenge where God is saying, hey, look, yeah, if you submit to me, I'll be there with you. If you do all this, you know, but God doesn't want to doesn't want us doing it halfway. Right. Right. He doesn't Mm -hmm. want us to come to him just when we need it. Right. He's not a microwave God that that we're going to tell him how to do it, when to do it. You know, good luck. with that. Yeah, exactly. And and I know we all have those testimonies where. You know, we we probably tried that with God. You know, hey God, I want it this way and this way. You know, and it it's the exact opposite. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, now I was gonna make a joke about my marriage, but I ain't gonna do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and if she's listening, honey, you know I love you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the verse is more of a to me. It's more of a uh, it's a call that he's doing. I mean, if if you really pick yeah. it apart, I mean, he's saying. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, right? And what right. am I missing here? Uh, acknowledge Him in all your ways, right? Is, so, is that what I'm missing? Not, lean not, not on your, your own, own understanding, right? And so, to to me, yes, if I look at it one way, it could be a comfort to remind me that God's there. But God's saying, "Hey, look, don't lean on your own understanding, and don't do it this way, and don't do it this way. Do it this way. Do it this way." And as a result you're going to have this and this and this. Right. Uh, we were doing a Bible study, and this is kind of a little bit, uh, not, it's not really off topic. We were, we were studying, uh, and a lot of people don't uh, really put this together, uh, but the book of James and the book of Proverbs. So they, they say that the book of James is a uh, New Testament version of Proverbs, right? right. And we were actually right. doing a study on the book of Ecle- Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, yeah. See, I got tripped up there. But um, written by the same person, right? Proverbs was to his son, by King Solomon. And then Ecclesiastes was like, okay, I lived a, a wise life and, and, you know, it's very hard to swallow sometimes, you know, especially, you know, what what is it all worth? If you read the book of Ecclesiastes, it's like, it's all for vain. If you don't have God in it, man, nothing. It doesn't matter what you do. It's moot. It doesn't matter. But so the book of Proverbs is a book that says you do this and this happens. So don't give room for, you know, life to happen per se. But isn't that what it's supposed to be? Have we let the enemy come in and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw this, this, and this at you and see how you react. Book of Proverbs. Because no matter, and this is this is kind of where I was going. I was getting off track. So... The book of James, you know, is kind of like the middle part 
it's saying the life is going to happen, but you still need to do this, this, mm-hmm. this. This is going to happen. But in, if you want this ultimate outcome, you want that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, do this and this. That's that proverb side. No matter how Ecclesiastes is going to get, you still need to do the proverb side. And pray without season. <laughs> Trust him. Trust him. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone can testify that you know praying first and asking questions later. I mean, that, that's tough, Damn. right? That that's that's tough because we want to know why. We want to know why you do know, I got to do question? it that way? Yep. So, and and this is me getting off on a tangent. What I wanted to say about the book of James was in the first chapter. It said a double-minded man is what unstable in all his ways. So. The proverb side of it, that's where it's coming in. Do this, and you get this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, right? Mm. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct the paths. Amen. So like I was saying, man, it, it's it's tough, right? It's yeah. tough to it's tough to ask uh, or to pray first and then ask questions later. Uh, but, but really, that's one of the foundations of our faith, right? Right. The foundation of our faith is yeah. is 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 taking action and believing, right? So that's the praying side, you know. And, and the questions will be answered down the road, but but that is one of the the, the foundations of, of of faith. And and what I just want to, you know, as we're wrapping up, I, I liked what you were talking about, brother James, about the posture, or the place, or the time, right? I, I've noticed as as God has brought me more and more through the valleys, I notice that a lot of times. Or a lot more often now, I'm praying less. Now, before anybody, you know, puts me a part of that cancel culture, I'm praying less, but I'm talking more with God, which is more of the the one-on-one conversations. I mean, it's, and and it might be silly, but things like when I take out the trash at night, I look up and see the stars and I'm like, God, I was like, how did you do that? And I've noticed as he's brought me more through those valleys and he's brought me, you know, more and more through, you know, from victory to victory. I've, I've noticed that I'm talking with him more and more. So that that goes back to the posture because I, I wanted to get that in because as you were talking about that earlier, I think sometimes I see more, and this is me personally, but I see more results when I'm just conversating with God. Right. Just just the way we're talking right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I know we're wrapping this up. And, you know, old classic James, got to say something important. You said silly. I said silly earlier, and I think Brother Moses said silly about something, but you have to know that it is the enemy that is making you feel silly for including God into something minute because God delights being a part every aspect of your life, and it says it in that verse. Acknowledge him in all your ways, or in your ways acknowledge him all your ways, Right? He created us. He loves us. I mean, this, he, he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins, and we wasn't even there. He loves us. So why wouldn't he want to be a part of our life? Why would we not offer up? He knows our thoughts. Why wouldn't we offer that up to him and receive the blessings that he, he wants to give to us? So there, it goes above and beyond what we can even imagine. So if you want to unlock that, you want to have that Enoch style? Include him. And I'm, I'm being serious. There ain't no, God doesn't change. God doesn't change. Who changes? We change. Humans change. And it's a lesson that we learn from generation to generation because the enemy has, has slapped somebody upside the head and got them fear 
got them in a in a in a state of fear to where they oh well you know what this might not be so good to do in in the crowd or they they accept a certain tradition of a false doctrine and now we're in this situation but what we we forget to do is go back to the Bible and see how these 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 people in the Bible related to God how they did things in life and no not them perfect in fact Jesus and God usually got those ones that were big time mess ups. Right? What we need to do is just include him in everything. And look, if it feels silly, all the more reason to include him. Thank you, Jesus. All right, guys, that's, again, another amazing moment, uh, another amazing time, you know, hanging and talking with with y'all. For everybody listening, since we are talking about praying, you know, praying without ceasing, and mm. if, if anyone listening has any any prayer needs or anything like that, y'all can shoot us an email, uh, reach out to us at mañana mana. So I'm going to spell it out for everyone that doesn't speak Spanish. So it's M A N A N A M A N N A 2021 at gmail.com. So if y'all got any prayer requests, send it. If it's something that y'all want us to pray for on a podcast recording like this, please let us know that way uh, we can mention it. If not, then we'll we'll just keep you in our prayers. But please do not hesitate. We want this to be a blessing, and uh, and I and I believe praying is a blessing when we're praying for the for the body of Christ. Amen. 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 Yeah. So I mean, yeah, brother, that's good. So uh, I mean, you know, you dropped a little, you know, a little Spanish. So I'm gonna drop a little uh, little Cajun French, Lizzie Bonton Roulet. That's let the good times roll, yeah. All right, everybody. And as always, make sure you follow us and hit that like button. Um, find us on Spotify, on Google Cast, on all, on all of those platforms that are out there. And then uh, just make sure to subscribe. That way you can you can make sure you get notified every time that we, we put out a new podcast. So, gentlemen, again, it was a blessing. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Mañana Mana. We pray you are blessed and that you may find strength through it. Be sure to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, or any other podcast where available.